0: The folklore in Kid Cryptid wouldn't exist if it weren't for the rich history and vibrant cultures these stories come from. While we do our best to provide accurate information, we recognize that we are, at best, amateurs here. This podcast is best considered for entertainment purposes only, and it comes from a place of love and respect for the peoples behind the lore. Now, on with the show. What's up, everybody? I'm Sean.
1: I'm Elias.
0: And once again, it's time for Kid Cryptid, the podcast where we examine the sometimes terrifying, sometimes funny, but always weird creatures known as cryptids. What do you think we're going to do this week, Elias?
1: Um, I don't really know.
0: I know you didn't get my notes this time, so I really didn't expect you to get this one. Um, and this one should be something new for you. Maybe not, but we'll see. What do you know about the Jersey Devil?
1: Um... I don't really know a lot, but I know that it's a devil. It has horns, very sharp teeth. Look, almost looks like a man.
0: Um, nope, not quite. So this will be good. Um, this will be new for you. Unlike our last couple of monsters, the Jersey Devil is pretty specifically located in one place. Can you guess where that is? New Jersey. How'd you guess?
1: Because you said Jersey Devil.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's nice when stuff gives itself away in the name. Now, despite being most associated with the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, the Jersey Devil has a few different origin stories. Which one is the real one is up for debate that will likely never be settled. However, the main three are as follows. Story number one. In 1735, Jane Leeds found herself pregnant with her 13th child. Already we're off to a lucky start, right? Thirteen. Life was already hard out in the Pine Barrens, and the family wasn't especially wealthy. Another mouth to feed and care for was one more burden. As a result, she was heard to have complained to her family and friends that the devil can take the next one. Apparently her wish came true, because when the child was born, it had a forked tail, leathery wings, horns, and a head like a horse. It immediately flew up the chimney and vanished.
1: You gotta be kidding me.
0: Story number two. In this version, it's Mrs. Shrouds, who lives in Leeds Point, that wished if she had any more children, she wanted the next one to be a devil. She eventually did get pregnant again, and then she gave birth to a small, deformed baby boy. She kept him locked up in the house so nosy neighbors couldn't see him and mock his appearance. One stormy night, though—it's always a stormy night— Yeah. The child's arms turned into wings and it flew away, never to be seen by his parents again
1: no horse head this time?
0: Uh, it didn't mention the horse head. It just said that his arms turned into wings.
1: Like, I feel like he had, like, little hooks on his wings so that way he could catch stuff.
0: Um, that's a good detail, but one that I'm not aware of, but, eh. And story number three. This one also takes place in Leeds Point, but no identities are placed on the people. Here, a young woman fell in love with a British soldier. Now, this was during the American Revolution, so tensions between colonists and the British were extremely high, to say the least. People in the town were angered by this relationship, and when the woman became pregnant, they cursed her that she would have a devil. And that's pretty much that.
1: What?
0: So now, there are still more variations of these, but the main overlapping details are the names Leeds and Shrouds. So right off the bat, things are a bit confusing. Why do you think there are so many versions?
1: Um, probably because they're all... Like
0: curses? Um, I think there were all some elements of curses going on in there. That's true. Um, do you think there might be more than one devil? Maybe. So, I mean, it's something to think about. It is interesting that a lot of the names kind of overlap between whether it's places or people.
1: Yep, in all stormy nights, something goes bad.
0: There was a lot of other fun superstitious stuff there, huh? Like you know, thirteenth child. Yeah. There was a stormy night. Yeah. Which also then brings us to its appearance. What do you think about that? Um. I mean, what did what all did it look like again?
1: It looked like it had a horse head, wings, pitchfork tail.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's pretty wild, right? I mean, have you seen anything yeah. that looks like that? Um. I mean, wings, horns, tail, horse's head. Have you ever seen a horse with horns?
1: Man, part horse, part.
0: Um, bat? That's that's pretty weird. Regardless of the origin story, word of the creature spread, and before long, it was blamed for things ranging from dead chickens to breathing on cows and drying up their milk, or killing off all the fish in nearby streams.
1: Oh, what?
0: Kind of weird stuff, huh? You breathe on a cow and make it stop making milk? What?
1: And, like, dead chickens, that's everything that happens a lot, because... Sometimes foxes eat them. Sometimes wolves eat them.
0: The chickens are just everybody's favorite target. Yeah. Now the disappearance of more than one child also got blamed on the creature. And by 1740, the devil had enough of a hold on the area that grown men refused to venture out at night. Unable to live in such a way, people begged for a minister to exorcise the demon. The minister agreed and performed the ritual, saying that he had banished the creature for a hundred years. How do you think that worked out?
1: Not that good.
0: Activity did seem to cease after this point, though not quite for a hundred years. The next bit gets a little bit weird. In 1800, Commodore Stephen Decatur visited the ironworks in Hanover to test the cannonballs that they were making. While on the firing range, he noticed a strange creature flying overhead. Once again, he did what seems to be the normal human response to things we don't understand. Shooting... Yeah, he aimed a cannon at it and fired.
1: I didn't think he survived because that like that thing above him attacked him and just shoved him in the water.
0: Well, not quite. Um, according to him and those that were there, he hit it dead on and it just kept flying. What? In some versions, the ball appeared to pass right through it. In any event, the creature didn't seem to take any notice to the cannonball that was just shot at it.
1: So it was like deaf.
0: It sounds more to me like he missed and just didn't want to admit it. Oh. I mean, I don't know. He was a he was a naval hero, and uh, people kind of admired him. So I think missing with a cannonball was probably embarrassing. So I think that they just said that it hit it, and it just kept moving on.
1: Yeah, well, what if he um, missed it and it didn't have any ears?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the stories didn't mention anything about ears, but... If it has a head like a horse, I would think it would have some pretty big ears.
1: Yeah, well, um, maybe its ears just were plucked in.
0: Or maybe those cannonballs were just garbage. I mean, I get that the Commodore was a naval hero and everything, but if you're making cannonballs that hit strange things in the sky without taking them down, I'm going to say that there's a problem with the one shooting it, not with the cannonball that I made. It can't be... huh?
1: What if they were garbage bags filled with garbage? And, like, the... The devil over it was like, P.U., I'm not not interacting with this guy. He stinks.
0: I think the the Commodore would have noticed if his cannonballs were just garbage bags full of garbage.
1: Yeah, but maybe it just didn't want to be next to him because he was so smelly.
0: Still, I don't think it can be good for business if I'm making cannonballs that people know don't destroy things. (laughs) So, I'm actually kind of curious, Elias, at this point, what do you think the Jersey Devil is?
1: I think the Jersey Devil was the devil that cursed somebody and, um...
0: So you think it's a demon?
1: Yeah, I think it's a demon that cursed somebody and took their body.
0: Oh, okay. That was... Oh, oh, I get what you're saying. So, that the, the devil took the body of the baby and uh, became the creature that we know today. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, I'm with you. Um... So, uh, tell you what, I, I got some uh, other theories that people have. Oh. uh Some people uh, think that folks have just been misidentifying cranes. Now, you Now, when I say crane, you know the bird, right? What they yeah. look like. Yeah. They're big.
1: But wait, what if it was red and they thought it was a red crane?
0: Well, still, have you ever seen a crane with a horse's head? No! I mean, they have big, long beaks, but no. they're kind of thin, right? Like, I don't know how you confuse that.
1: Also, their head is like on the, like this part of the bill.
0: Fair. Um, others have claimed that it's really a pterodactyl.
1: Pterodactyl? They're extinct. Are you sure? I'm positive.
0: Okay. You you don't think that they could have survived? And there's like a family of pterodactyls living somewhere in New Jersey.
1: You mean like somebody got this ice glacier and it melted, and the pterodactyl was still alive?
0: Ah, uh, maybe not that crazy, but I don't know. People think the Loch Ness Monster is a dinosaur, right? Good point. So, I mean, what what would be different about pterodactyls living in New Jersey?
1: I, I think it would be like kind of weird to them because they would think that pterodactyls are extinct.
0: Yeah, that's probably a fair guess. It's just a uh, it's just one of those theories. Yeah. All right. Um. So arguably. The biggest Jersey devil encounter took place in 1909, when the creature went on an apparent rampage across several towns. Between January 16th and the 23rd, the devil was seen by over a thousand people. So events kicked off early in the morning hours of the 16th in Woodbury, New Jersey. A man reported that a creature with glowing eyes was seen flying down the street, and shortly after it was heard and spotted in nearby Bristol, Pennsylvania.
1: Pennsylvania?
0: It, it, I'm telling you, the, the devil gets around in this story. What? A policeman in the area fired a few shots at it as it flew away, screaming.
1: Oh, it was like this.
0: Ah! Possibly. It's it's usually... T- we'll see. Like it, the, the scream gets described a couple of different ways.
1: It's probably going to be annoying because it's very loud.
0: Others in Bristol also reported a creature with a horse's head and a piercing scream. <laughs> All of this was before daylight. When the sun came up, people reported hoof prints in the snow that no one could recognize.
1: Aha! Uh-huh.
0: In the following days, people in Burlington, New Jersey, would also find tracks in their yard, and their trash knocked over and half eaten.
1: So that means it's like two parts of half horse, half like head of horse, and probably some like hooves like horse.
0: Well, at least the back legs, right? Yeah. Um, well, I'll get to that detail later, actually. Um, these strange hoof prints were found everywhere. Uh fields, going up trees and on rooftops.
1: Um, so that means the Jersey devil can climb?
0: Sounds like it. So it can climb, it can fly, it's got hooves like a horse. Is there anything this creature can't do? No. <laughs> Similar incidents took place in several other New Jersey towns as well. Much like with the werewolf incidents, people organized a hunt to track the beast down.
1: Oh, come on.
0: Now, this proved to be short-lived, however, as the hunting dogs refused to follow the trail.
1: (laughs) Heh, they're afraid.
0: Now, on January 19th, a husband and wife were woken up at 2.30 in the morning by strange noises. They claimed to have watched the creature for 20 minutes before it took off. Their account is as follows. It was about three and a half feet high, with a head like a collie dog and a face like a horse.
1: A collie dog?
0: Um yeah, like Lassie, collie.
1: I don't know what that is. Think
0: of Lexi. Aww, Lexi. So so he, according to them, it had a head kinda like that and a face like a horse.
1: So the jersey devil that they saw was like maybe was like Lexi's head.
0: Well, here, let me just keep going, okay? It had a long neck, wings about two feet long, and its back legs were like those of a crane. And it had horse's hooves.
1: Horses' hooves. Now we know that it had- On bird legs. Bird legs? What?
0: It walked on its back legs and held up two short front legs with paws on them. Oh. It didn't use the front legs at all while we were watching. My wife and I were scared, I tell you, but I managed to open the door and say, Shoo! And it turned around and barked at me and flew away.
1: So all you have to say is shoo and it just goes away?
0: Right? Apparently that's better than guns. <laughs> yeah. All this time we've been shooting at monsters when really all we have to do is shoo.
1: <laughs> like the shoe like or safe or the shoe like PU or just the shoe like get away from me.
0: Yeah, more like shoe get away from me. Okay. Um. So that was the other thing that I noticed. So... In this instance, it barked, but in some of the other descriptions, it screams.
1: So, it had a, like, it it had a dog's head, uh, a horse's face, and it barked.
0: It had wings, and it had bird legs with horse hooves on them, and it had paws. Now, this is one weird-looking thing.
1: Uh, How much stuff is on this thing?
0: Right? (laughs) Yeah. Now, over the next several days, small groups of hunters would track the creature for over 20 miles. Tracks would jump fences and squeeze under spaces only eight inches high. What? Yeah, so apparently it can flatten out and do the limbo really well.
1: Like a little octopus?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I haven't heard any octopus description in there yet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they uh, So it would squeeze under these tight spaces just before coming to an abrupt stop like the creature took flight. More people would report a bizarre flying creature that would bark before disappearing.
1: So that makes sense because it barked. That one person, then more
0: people. But other people have talked about it screaming. I mean, I, I can I can imagine a horse kind of screaming because they can be kind of high pitch when they neigh and whinny. Like, but I've never heard a horse bark. Like, ah. I like I don't even know what that would sound like. Now I do want to point out again that this was in 1909 in rural New Jersey. News did not travel quickly, and the fact that all of these people in so many places managed to offer up such consistency in their reports can't be easily ignored. It's what has made the whole event so hard for skeptics to outright dismiss as a hoax, along with just the sheer number of sightings. Dead animals began turning up with no signs of attack, but they would be surrounded by hoof prints, and people began to fear for their safety. In one incident, the West Collingswood Fire Department sprayed the devil down with a fire hose. In that instance, the devil charged them before changing course at the last second and flying away.
1: So, so it's like, charge, psych.
0: Yeah, um, other animals kind of do that. Uh, Elephants have been known to do that, where they, they charge to try to scare you away, but then at the last minute, they run away.
1: That's like their brave but then they're scared yeah
0: they're they're bluffing but now whether you want to stand in front of a charging elephant and call its bluff is totally up to you i'm not going to do it
1: i'm just like if i see an elephant charging at me i would just
0: so having this weird thing charging at you would probably be kind of scary yeah but let's also look at this so far this this animal creature thing has been shot at it has been shooed and it has been sprayed with a fire hose
1: Fire hose, you gotta be kidding me. Fire hose, why would. How can a fire hose even do anything to like, um, a beast like that?
0: Fire hoses spray pretty hard. You don't, trust me, you don't want to be on the receiving end. Good point. Later that day, a woman came outside to find the creature with her dog in its grip. She grabbed her broom and beat it until it released the dog and flew away. So now it's also been hit with a broom.
1: Like, she, I hope it was on the head, so it was like,
0: oh. Yeah, I'm sure it was... Well, it wasn't funny to her, but in hindsight, it sounds kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. She screamed and screamed until her neighbors came over. Before long, at least 100 people had shown up. Hearing another scream coming from nearby, the crowd ran towards it. Once again, it was the creature, and police fired several shots at it, driving it off.
1: Still shooting?
0: Shooting, brooms, hoses, whatever. Like, whatever's on hand, people will attack the Jersey Devil with it.
1: And they... Why does the Jersey Devil run away? Not, like, attack them?
0: Also a fair question. Although from the sound of it, it's not very big. Mm. By the end of the week, schools had closed, factories had shut down, and people refused to leave their homes even in the daylight. Fear had gripped the area as the creature seemed to roam around at will with no warning of when or where it would show up next.
1: But it did scream.
0: And just like that, it stopped.
1: What? So, like, probably the Jersey Devil was like, they're afraid of me? Victory, I'm going to a different place like that?
0: I guess, because, uh, yeah, like, it just kind of just stopped. Like, for, it had been showing up so regularly, and then it just kind of stopped. Maybe
1: they, like, maybe it was a month, and it was getting... Boring to the Jersey Devil and went somewhere else.
0: It showed up one more time in February, and after that, it just kind of started getting really sporadic. Since 1909, there have been other sightings, but not with that kind of consistency or detail. Today, sightings are even sparser. Some speculate that it's due to all of the noise and light the modern society has that keeps the monster at bay some think that it further proves that the 1909 incident is a hoax as humans have only encroached on potential hiding places more and more and in doing so should have forced more encounters to happen still it's a pretty wild story that deserves a lot more time than i can give to it here
1: yeah
0: i'll include a link on the site but i really recommend checking out weird new jersey they have a bunch of accounts from people who claim to have had encounters with the creature It's one thing to read legends about something, but reading people's experiences and their words brings it to life so much more. I fully admit that I'm a skeptic when it comes to cryptids, but the Jersey Devil is definitely one of those things that gives me pause, despite how ridiculous it seems to look.
1: Yeah. When I see the Jersey Devil, it's like a devil that took over a man's body and then just put some animals and non-animals on it. And like took over and ran away.
0: Well, it has got me thinking though.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, since we go on a camping trip every year, what do you think we go to the Pine Barrens in New Jersey for for our trip? Sound like a plan? No. Why?
1: Because the Jersey Devil, duh.
0: But it's never killed anybody. Well. True. And besides, you know, we could just take a fire hose or a broom or something and shoo it away.
1: Well, we could say shoo.
0: Or we could just say shoe. We don't even have to pack extra equipment. You are correct.
1: Or we could take a pot and knock it on the head with that.
0: It's got to be easier to scare off than that skunk that you uh, so nicely didn't tell me about the last time. Yes. The Jersey Devil is a uniquely American cryptid. It's been with us since the birth of the nation, and it doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. Every time things get quiet and someone declares that the creature must be dead it rears its head to remind us that silence doesn't mean it's gone. Whether the creature is a remnant of ancient times, the lingering aftermath of a supernatural curse, or simply an elaborate hoax, it has embedded itself into the fabric of New Jersey. And even if the creature itself vanishes completely, the legend never will.
1: Yep. And when I also think of another Jersey Devil, I think of it like a (laughs) Gorlock.
0: That's... Yes, it is. There are a lot of similarities to the Gorlock in the sense that it is just a whole bunch of things thrown together. Yes. I will not disagree with that. Um, for those that are confused, uh, I I went to Webster University in St. Louis, and the mascot is a Gorlock, which is a made-up creature with uh, the head of a lion, horns of a bison, it's, uh, it's a whole bunch of various things. Yeah. So that's, that's what he's talking about. That is a whole different cryptid, but it was completely made up by students. So um, that pretty much does it for us this week, Elias. Uh, any final thoughts?
1: Um, not a lot. Still, I think it looks like the Gorlock.
0: Fair enough. And with that, I'm Sean. I'm Elias. And you have been listening to Kid Cryptid. Until next time.